It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? Salah with a chance. Wonderful thing, brilliant play. Here he goes, Salah. Oh, what about that? Oh, my word. That was sensational. Starting back up with Martinez and a three-on-two. It bounces off the crossbar, and it's good. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. And you tell him one thing. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of A Win is a Win podcast. They've got Chris Paul guarding Nilakina. Give him a little breather on defense. Doncic got it in one. A couple of game fives in the NBA, the National Basketball Association, yesterday. Yesterday was Thursday, May 12th. Phoenix and Dallas, the Suns led by Chris Paul and Devin Booker had a chance to close out Dallas in Dallas, and I didn't quite go their way. In fact, for the for a while, the game was close. First quarter, second quarter. Second half, though, this thing got out of hand really badly. Uh, looking at these stats right here. Actually, you know what? I stand corrected. Second quarter went badly. Dallas won the second quarter, 32 to 20. Anyways, final score, 113 to 86. And I'm watching this game develop. Suns, and I'm thinking the Suns are the number one seed in the West. Uh, they had an excellent offense pretty much all year long. And one of the better defenses in the league. In fact, there were games in this series, most notably the ones that were played in Phoenix, where the Suns really did a good number. And... They kind of forced Dallas to rely heavily on Luka Doncic uh, and really not let anybody else do anything, which I guess is something they they probably told themselves, you know, we can live with that. We'll let Luka get his shots, but we'll defend everybody else, and Luka alone won't be able to beat us. Well, last night, Dallas had easy shot after easy shot after easy shot. I was amazed at how many uncontested shots there were. Uh, for the Mavericks in last night, last night's game. Uh, when Dallas was in transition, it flowed really well. They distributed the, the ball a lot. Lots of players had shooting percentages over 40%. Yet they were ready to play last night. Uh, this is a team... The thing with Dallas is... I think they're a more interesting team when they play the way they did last night. Uh, you know, Luca still got 33. Uh, what's his stat sheet? 33 points, 11 rebounds, and 8 assists. You know, that's a good night. That's a good night. But a lot of other players contributed as well. And the stunning thing is, I'm comparing the number of field goal attempts. The Mavericks attempted 77 shots. The Phoenix Suns attempted 78. The Suns shot more albeit just by one number, but they shot more times than the Mavericks. And yet they lost this game by 27 points. The proof is in the footage, people. Easy shots. Phoenix, for whatever reason, was not ready to close out last night. They looked sloppy. They looked sluggish. They weren't ready to, def to, def 
defend anybody, really. Kudos to the Mavericks, and now it's do or die. You know, home teams in the NBA playoffs have a considerable advantage when they play Game 7 at home. I don't know. This this could be an upset. Maybe the Phoenix Suns are on upset alert. And it's been a tough road for them in these playoffs. Uh, the first round against the New Orleans Pelicans was a bit more difficult than what a lot of people had predicted. You know, maybe in their defense, they didn't have Devin Booker for a couple of games. But even so, uh, the, the Pelicans really took it to them. And, and the Pelicans took it to them in some of the games when Booker was there even though the Suns won in the end. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in this game seven. Do or die, baby. Maxi on the move. Goes right at the defender. Tough shot, no. Body was fouled, didn't get the call. Butler in transition. Draws the foul, count the basket. Jimmy Butler got it to go. In our other game six, the Miami Heat do away with the Philadelphia 76ers in the city of brotherly love. Heat takes the series 4-2. They are on their way to the Eastern Conference Finals. They'll play either Milwaukee or Boston, depending on who wins that series. This was a game, if you're a Miami Heat fan and you watched last night, you're very happy because it's a reconfirmation of what the Miami Heat can do. They can beat you in a variety of ways. It can be a big night for Jimmy Butler. It can be a big night for Tyler Hero. It can be a big night for, you know, when he's healthy, Kai Lowry. But they have Victor Oladipo, who's a really nice tool player for them right now. Struess is knocking down threes. Bam Adebayo, who didn't score a ton of points last night, but he's really good in the paint. <laughs> he, he loves those two-handed jams. And they're also a very aggressive on defense. Uh, they get after the ball. They play on the ball and off the ball really well. Yeah, you know, the Miami Heat are one of those teams where they were the number one seed in the East when the postseason started. And yet it felt like, you know, we all had to talk about the 76ers. We all had to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. We all had to talk about the Golden State Warriors. We all had to talk about the Phoenix Suns. And you know, there were perfectly logical, understandable reasons why... Those teams made the headlines. In fact, one of the few times this year where Miami made a significant headline was, I can't remember what game it was, but it was towards the tail end of the season. I think it was in the winter, and uh, there was uh, an internal brawl, internal affairs on the sidelines. I think it was at a home game. And everybody saw that and said, oh, there's no cohesion. There's no, there's no chemistry, bad chemistry. This team's not going to last long in the playoffs. Flash forward a few months later, guess who's going to the Eastern Conference Finals? And during last night's broadcast, uh, one of the commentators said that the last, I believe the last five times the Miami Heat have gotten this far, the East Final, they've won it. So the last five times they've reached the Eastern Conference Finals, they went on to play the NBA Finals. Uh, most recently, in fact, two years ago, 2020 in the bubble. So we know what this Miami Heat team is capable of. Tyler Hero was there a couple years ago. Jimmy Butler was there a couple years ago. They're still coached by Eric Spolstra. So what we saw last night in their dispatching of the Philadelphia 76ers, you know, they are a known entity. There's a reason why they finished number one. They can attack you and defend you in a number of ways. I loved how aggressive they were. Uh, they went after the ball. They caused a lot of turnovers. 
Uh, congratulations to the Miami Heat. Fully, fully deserving participation in the Eastern Conference Finals. Conversely, if you're a Philadelphia fan, oh boy. This series, and especially last night, Game 6, was probably exactly what you were afraid of. A, at the start of the season, and B, when the James Harden trade happened. Embiid got injured, although maybe in his defense, this injury wasn't like the previous ones. It always felt like with the previous injuries, or at least a lot of them, which goes to show how many times he's injured on an annual basis, but it usually felt like with the previous ones, something was wrong with his body. He did something wrong with his body during a game or during a practice. This one is a little bit different. I mean, the guy got smacked in the face, which broke a bone on his face. That's different. Okay. But still, it's Joel Embiid, and he got injured again, and he wasn't there for the first two games. I was clearly out of it in game five. I mean, we know how good Joel Embiid is. He was one of the runner-ups. I don't know if he was the runner-up, but he was certainly one of the finalists for the MVP voting, and he was a shell of himself in Game 5, which the 76ers lost. James Harden, you know what? I, I think the James Harden of old, not that the James Harden of old was a champion. Unfortunately for him, the only time he ever went to the NBA Finals was when he was sixth man of the year with the Oklahoma City Thunder in 2011-2012, as I recall. But this is what you were afraid of if you were a 76ers fan. Uh, it was sloppy. You know, their season was on the line. They were at home. They looked sloppy. Uh, they suffered a number of turnovers, especially in the second half. I, Miami was in their face. And they really didn't have much of a response. Doc Rivers, bless his heart. Everybody knows he's a good coach but that 2008 Celtics championship run, that was a long time ago. That was 14 years ago this spring. Whew. Time flies. I remember seeing that. <laughs> More seriously, though, you know, this, the, the way this season panned out for the 76ers must be exactly what every 76ers' worst nightmare was. You know, a good regular season... One one of the top seeds in the East at least wins around, but just can't can't get far, can't get far. And I don't know. There's something about the makeup of this team. Either it is the coaching, and they need somebody else to unlock that magic, or this simply isn't the generation of of seventy sixers that's going to take this franchise to the promised land. But I'm I'm sorry, and I mean no disrespect to, to Philly fans, but what I saw last night, I, I, I saw that game develop and I was thinking to myself, oh, this must be what all those fans were like afraid of when the James Harden trade happened and afraid of, of what might happen too early in the playoffs, given how genuinely talented this team is. You know, here here we go again, getting bounced out in the second round. Uh Kind of like a bunch of chumps, I'm sorry to say. Congratulations to Miami. Harry Kane! The Derby King! 
Spurs are still in the thick of it. More midweek Premier League action. Arsenal at Tottenham Hotspur from Spurs' brand new shining stadium, which I think they opened last year, I want to say. 3-0 to the good, as the British would say, for the home team. Uh, that being Tottenham. Yesterday's game, I saw this game. This was the sort of game, and we all see them every once in a while, whether it is in soccer, whether it's in hockey, basketball, baseball. doesn't really matter. But you know what I'm talking about in a second. Just hear me out. Yesterday was one of those games with a lot of hype between two teams that you know, don't really like each other. There's a rivalry. They're competitors, fierce competitors. There's a history. They both have talented players on their starting lineup, talented players on their bench. They've had good years so far. They're trying to prove themselves. And you think, oh, wow, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be a great game. Let's watch this. Enjoy it. Two really good teams going at it. And it just doesn't end up being the case. This, this, yesterday was like one of those Monday night or Sunday night football games, American football, back during the Patriots dynasty years where you know, somebody would go to Foxborough on a chilly, windy Sunday night. A really, really good team that's having a really good season. It's, it, nah, nah, it's not happening. Not happening. Patriots are just going to beat them. As I to say, the Tottenham Hotspur are like the New England Patriots. Uh, they might not. They might want to win a league title at some point. Frankly, they might want to qualify for the Champions League too. Uh, it should be noted that yesterday's def uh, not defeat. Excuse me. Uh, yesterday's victory uh, in the drubbing, the boat racing of Arsenal doesn't give them access to the Champions League. They still trail Arsenal by one point. So I guess the Gunners can tell themselves that. Although it was... It was a weird game. But for about 10 minutes, Arsenal actually did create some chances. in Ketia, who looked really good in the game against West Ham a couple weeks ago, looked pretty good uh, in the game last week as well, scored a couple goals, for that matter. It was against Leeds. And he looked good again uh, for the first few minutes. In fact, he looked pretty good after Arsenal went down a man. And this is just one of those things where there's so much hype surrounding the game. And I think some of these young players, like Rob Holding, just to name someone randomly, they get a little bit too excited. I think the moment gets a little bit too big for them. And they do something stupid. And... He certainly did something stupid yesterday. In fact, he did something even dumber after getting his first yellow card. Call it momentum. Call it not being fully aware of his surroundings. I don't know what you want to call it, but it wasn't a good look. He absolutely, absolutely deserved to be sent off, which he was. And Spurs took advantage. Uh, you know, they were already up 1-0. Scored a second on a corner. Pretty bad defending from a guy who's not really a defender anyway, so it's kind of difficult to blame him. But when you're down 10 men, or rather down to 10 men, you've been reduced to 10 men. Not much else you can do. The third goal was the killer, though. Because you think, well, maybe Arteta has a game plan. Maybe they can 
peg it back 2-2 if they really put some backbone into it and Spurs score in the first 45 seconds of the second half. Total confusion in the box with Arsenal's defenders and Son pits it, uh, Son uh, tucks it in, pats it in, gently. 3-0, and Spurs didn't really have to do much after that. Speaking of Son and Kane, who also scored twice, is, is the Son-Harry Kane dynamic duo one of the greatest dynamic duos we've ever seen in the history of English Premier League or First Division football? Because it wasn't always called the Premier League. But do you know what I mean? Premier League. We'll just call it Premier League. Are they the best dynamic duo in the history of Premier League football that's never really won anything? Played a Champions League final a few years ago. Lost Liverpool. Might not even make the Champions League next year. They might not qualify. All Arsenal has to do is win at Newcastle and then win their last game. I can't remember against who it is. I think it's a home game at the Emirates. So if that happens, yesterday's drubbing of their North London rivals won't even mean anything pride pride is nice pride is fun it's it's fun winning against your rivals but you still didn't make the champions league it's unbelievable they're both so talented and they're both their, their game is synchronized they they understand each other when they're on the pitch they understand one understands where the other one's going to be when they have the ball and the passes are crisp and the scoring opportunities and the creativity on display are, are excellent and the finishing is excellent. They're both great, great players and yet there is actually a chance they will finish fifth and not make the Champions League. Still two games left and Lord knows Arsenal are potentially incompetent enough to, to cock it up, which means Spurs would be in the Champions League. But as it stands right now, if Arsenal win their last two games, Spurs are not in. And yet they both have Son and Kane. Uh, that's unbelievable. They, they need to get more consistent. They, to have those two players, they should not be in this position. Yesterday, yesterday should have been the opposite. The game where if Spurs win, it's over for Arsenal and Spurs are officially qualified. That, that's what yesterday should have been when you consider the stats sheet for Son and, and Harry Kane this year. They're incredible. There you have it, friends. Another episode of a Win is a Win podcast is in the books. I've been your host, Edgar Chapu. I can be found on the social medias. Search me on Facebook. It's just my name, Edgar Chapu. That's E-D-G-A-R. Last name, C-H-A-P as in Paul, U-T as in Thomas. On Twitter at double O-Pop. That's the word double underscore O-H underscore P-O-P. And Instagram, edchap14, that's E-D-C-H-A-P as in Paul, and the numbers one, four. Hope you enjoyed this one. It's been a lot of fun. Good weekend sports. Good weekend sports. Yesterday's games were pretty interesting. That's what got me recording again on a Friday morning. Enjoy it, guys, ladies, and gentlemen. Enjoy your weekend.